Good morning, good day, and good evening, everyone. My name is David, and this is my podcast, Geeks Labyrinth. Welcome. Let me ask you guys something. Have you guys ever seen creatures so peculiar that they're not meant to be believed? Creatures so strange that they tantalize your brain. Things that they shouldn't exist, but they do? Well, before we enter today's labyrinth, we'll be exploring some of the mysteries of one of these creatures. Today, we enter the labyrinth of the platypus. Let us get started. For those of you who do not know what a duckbill platypus is, it is a semi-aquatic mammal that originates from Australia. And a duckbilled platypus is one of the most strangest creatures you can ever encounter in this world. It is one of five mammals that lays eggs. And for those of you who don't know what a mammal is, a mammal is you and I. People are mammals. Creatures that give birth to their offspring are mammals. Reptiles, such as snakes, lizards, give birth to their offsprings from eggs a duckbill platypus is one of the few mammals that are actually poisonous mammals like you and i buffaloes cows dogs don't tend to be poisonous that usually goes to reptiles arachnids they usually have some type of defense mechanism which is usually poison but the duckbill platypus specifically the male is poisonous what makes this creature so intriguing and strange is the fact that it is not like a regular animal that it's all comprised of one thing. It seems to be a cacophony of different animals put together. When it was first discovered in 1799, it was seen as a fake, that someone just grabbed a bunch of animals and just put it all together and it's like, here, a new species of animal. What comprises a duckbill platypus is the duckbill, a beaver tail, and an otter's foot. You put those all together and then you have a duckbill platypus. Well, the duckbill platypus is a flat-footed type of creature, so unlike dogs or cows or anything, they have no grooves, it's just pretty much flat. It is covered in fur, it's waterproof, it's very mole-like because it actually digs into the ground and makes a bunch of little tunnels and everything to make its home, and also to give birth. One of the strange things about the duckbill platypus is the webbing on its feet, it folds. It folds when it gets on land, so it's semi like I said, semi-aquatic, it travels in the water and on land, obviously, so it travels better in water than it does on land. But when on land, it's adapted so much that the webbing of its feet actually fold into itself or somehow that it doesn't hinder its movement. Like some creatures, when they swim, they have some type of protective lens over their eyes that allows them to see underwater. Well, not the duckbill platypus. It actually closes its eyes when swimming, which is really strange considering that this is a swimming type of creature. So you would think it had some other way of finding its food or finding what's in front of them. Well, some marines have echolocation. The duckbill platypus has electrolocation. Let me explain what that is. For those of you who may be confused of what electrolocation is, as the name states, it uses electricity to find its food or find its place in the water. Think of the human body and what makes us move. Obviously, our brains send signals 
throughout our body to make it move. And those signals happen to be electricity. And the same thing applies to the duckbill platypus. It sends electricity throughout its muscles. And when its muscles spasm, per se, just like when you have a twitch or something like that, the muscles pulse and send out that electric wave in its, in its area to be able to see what it's around it and to be able to find its food. That is how the duckbill platypus uses electrolocation to move around in the water, in the murky water, and find its food. Now, when using electrolocation, after it sends out its pulse, it comes back to it. But where does it receive it? It receives it on its bill. Its bill has little electric receptors to pick up on those pulses. Now, it doesn't swim straight. It doesn't use its feet. It actually wags side to side while doing this simultaneously to pick up these waves. When doing this, it usually is hunting for food. And what it usually eats is worms, larvae, shrimp, cringefish, and it uses its snout to dig them out. So essentially, the duckbill platypus is a carnivore. Now, since we talked about how it's eating habits, let's talk about some of its other features. One of the most interesting things that it does it actually emits a small growl. So if you guys have ever seen the Disney Channel Phoenix and Ferb, then you'll know Perry the Platypus. Now Perry the Platypus actually does a little growl every so often, and that's what platypuses actually do. Also, one of its most interesting features is the fact that it's, it is a poisonous mammal. Now only the males are actually poisonous. Now you may think, oh, it's a poisonous, I can't pick it up. Well, the poison of the duckbill platypus is not actually dangerous to humans. It's not lethal. What it does, it actually stings you and numbs you and causes you some nerve pain. And what it actually causes is oedema. Now, what is speculated is that the spurs that it has, I think it's on its hind legs. The spurs are the things that, that inject the venom or the poison. And it uses it as a defense mechanism, especially during breeding season. Also, when it comes to its lifestyle, the duckbill platypus has adapted itself to becoming an aquatic nocturnal mammal. They can also be found in either type of climate, either in a tropical type of climate or a cold type of climate. And in terms of its population, it is actually sporadic. It, there's no actual set number of how many duckbill platypuses are out there. And when it comes to its population, there is no actual set number for the duckbill platypus because of how rare it actually is to be seen in the wild. There's guesstimations of how much, how many there are in a certain area, but because they move around a lot, there's no real telling of how many they actually are. When swimming, the duckbill platypus can actually swim for 30 seconds at a time, and it usually stays above water about 20 seconds at a time, and they usually sleep about 14 hours a day. So as I said, it's a nocturnal animal, so it literally just goes to sleep the whole day and then wakes up at night. To hunt and everything and as most things they actually have a natural predator that being snakes water rats hawks owls eagles pretty much anything that's bigger than it that can pick it up and when it comes to its population and breeding they only have one season two breed and when doing so when they actually have their when their younglings hatch and everything they're not like regular mammals that have teats so the younglings don't actually have anything to suckle on but the duckbill platypus does have milk so the way it actually gives the milk to its younglings, it actually excretes it through its pores and, accumul and it accumulates in its, in its creases. And that's how the younglings get milk from their mother. Now, you can find that a platypus or the origins of a platypus date back about 19 to 40 million years ago. But the modern day platypus can, is only dated back 100,000 years or so. And its closest living relative of that age 
was called a steropodon. And its ancestors were present on the supercontinent that is called Gondwana, which is the combination of South Africa and Australia. And the largest platypus that was ever that's ever been found is the abdurodon theroscule child which measured 1.3 meters long which is about 4.3 feet long what i forgot to mention that is at the beginning when i said is one of five mammals that actually lay eggs those are called monotromines which is a mammal that has 10 sex chromosomes with the y chromosome being the oldest chromosome which gives it the ability to give birth to eggs one of the sadder thing is that is subjected to study because of how scarce and low numbers the monotremes are, specifically the duckbill platypus. So that's I said that knowing its actual numbers is kind of difficult to figure out. And this is due to the fact that it's been hunted for its pelt, which makes it near endangered. It's not on that list yet of being actually endangered, but it's nearing that point. And what causes these things besides being hunted is the fact that dams put these animals in danger because they live in the water. Aside from dams, irrigation and severe drought are putting the duckbill platypuses in danger. One of the other things that is putting the duckbill platypus in danger, specifically the duckbill platypus that is found in Tasmania, is the disease called mucormycosis. And I say specifically the Tasmanian duckbill platypus because it has been found that this disease only affects that platypus and not any of the others so far. Now, before we end the show, I, let me give you some little fun tidbits, not to end on the sad note or anything. The duckbill platypus is actually the symbol for Australia, and it's the emblem for New South Wales. It also can be found on the other side of the 20 cent coin for that region. So before I leave you today, I'm going to give you the classification of the duckbill platypus. It's just a fun word to say. Literally, it truly is a fun word to say. Come on, just say it to you. Just say it to yourself. Come on, just say duckbill platypus. It's fun to say. So it's classification. Kingdom Animalia. Its phylum is Cordiota. Its class is Mammalia. Its order is Monotrinata. Its family is Ornithorhynchiole. Its genus species is Ornithor... Ornithorhynchus anatinus. There's your $20 word. The duckbill platypus is such a fascinating creature. It just doesn't have many comparisons when it comes to any other creatures that are out there. It is strange. It is amazing. It is everything you want, or at least to me, because if you haven't noticed, the duckbill platypus is one of my favorite creatures. I actually have a hat of Perry the platypus in my in my closet. So, as we come to the conclusion of this labyrinth, I would like to say, go out. Donate your time, donate your money, go and participate, volunteer, help in the conservation of our planet, of our of the ecosystems that these creatures that you guys so love inhabit. Without them, we wouldn't be able to have these kinds of things. Again, do it for them, do it for you, do it for us. It's a benefit for you, benefit for me, for a benefit for everybody. So go ahead and go do that. Also, why wouldn't you want to go do something for them? Come on. Have you seen Perry Diplodipus? He's adorable. Go ahead and do it, guys. And as we leave this beautiful labyrinth of the duckbill platypus again i am your tour guide my name is david and this is my podcast geeks labyrinth you can find me on facebook instagram twitter i'm also on spotify itunes on any place that you can find podcast on again this is geeks labyrinth thank you for joining me on this adventure i hope you enjoyed it as much as i enjoyed it i hope to see you guys back again for the next adventure my name is david and this is my podcast geeks labyrinth till next time my fellow adventurers ttfn ta-ta for now